0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week at The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Monday, April 3rd. Today, has someone turned the AFL ladder upside down? Sunday night at the Rugby League, two clutch kicks, two thrillers in the NRL, and remember the name, Tori Lewis lights up the track and field championships, but first... For the first time in his Formula 1 career, Max Verstappen wins the Australian Grand Prix. He takes the chequered flag to give Red Bull only their second victory at this circuit. Verstappen's 37th Grand Prix victory. And well done. Yeah, well, it took a while, but the uh, win is a win. You take it. uh, About the only underwhelming thing at the Australian Grand Prix was Max Verstappen's reaction when winning. And that's because the finish came behind the safety car after a race that had more thrills and spills than that old video game Wacky Wheels. Except we're talking about multi-million dollar machines. The first F1 GP to feature three red flags. Only 12 drivers finished the race. A forced restart with two laps to go caused absolute madness. On cold tyres in the Albert Park twilight, seven were sent spinning off the track. Max won the race ahead of Lewis Hamilton. The big winner, though, out of the carnage, Aussie Oscar Piastri, claiming points for the first time, a career-best eighth just from staying clear of all the drama all around him. Yeah, happy to be in the points. What better place to do it than at home? You know, we were there when it mattered, and uh, whatever bad luck we had in the first two races, I think, came out as good luck today, so... um, no, we, we avoided all the carnage there at the end when we needed to be. And, um, yeah, I think in clean air, the pace was pretty solid for for both me and Lando. I think, for me, just got stuck behind uh, Yuki for too long and um, kind of got dragged out of the race. So, um, yeah, a few things to improve from my side. But for now, uh, just happy to be in the points here at home. Now, if anyone claimed they predicted what the top and bottom of the ladder would look like after three rounds in the AFL... Lays must be challenged. Geelong sitting bottom, the first reigning Premier to start 3-0 since 1976. The Cats may have thought that winless streak would end when they strolled to the Gold Coast, a team they haven't lost to in six years. We'll beat them with four guys. But the Suns had other ideas. In David Swallow's 200th game, they pulled off a 19-point upset. It was a performance very unlike the Cats. Turnovers, missed shots, Tom Hawkins barely sighting the footy. Coach Chris Scott says it's a position they haven't found themselves in for a while. Haven't been tested in a position where we've lost three in a row for a while. So in a way, I'm kind of looking forward to that. It, it's easy to say the words when things are going smoothly, but it's it's been rare for us to actually get the opportunity to show how you can respond and fix things. So the Cats are in the outhouse, while right up the top, sitting pretty in the penthouse, Ross Lyon Saints. Tap the cat! the stereo going it's time to open the saints disco one more time <laughs> on top after three rounds and with an injury list that could fill three basketball teams they were inspired by the presence of plugger in their 150th birthday celebrations beating the bombers at the mcg clubs don't come together often we saw tony Lockett was in the rooms before the game and Look, there's been some very special players at St Kilda. and I know there's one cup, there's a number of grand finals, and, but, you know, that's all done. It's, we're building something here and we've got our shoulder to the wheel and if I didn't think it could be done over time, I wouldn't be here. A shot in a field goal to Matt Burton. He has a crack. The Bulldogs win in an amazing game. Wow. Now, Canterbury is doing something similar to the Saints in the NRL. Cam Seraldo's in his first year as head coach after a successful run as an assistant at Penrith. His Bulldogs got off to a rocky start, mauled by Manly in round one. But they're humming now. Matt Burton's golden point field goal securing a win over the Cowboys last night, 15 to 14. Burton himself coming out of the Panthers premiership stable. He says the coach can take a lot of credit for the doggies' best start to a season since 2016. Yeah, for sure. I think we've improved out of sight. He's obviously brought a lot of that in, and it's good that the boys are buying into it. And yeah, made them feeling something really special here at the club. And uh, we just got to stick together and keep working hard. Two Sunday thrillers in the NRL both decided by clutch kicks before Burton's match winner Sean Johnson turned back the clock for the Warriors his penalty at the death capping a remarkable comeback from 20 points down to edge the Sharks the veteran halfbacks interview after that even more entertaining That was off its head, off its head Bro, We spoke about it half time like, like do we actually believe we can come out here and do it? We, we spoke, <laughs> we said some funny shit at halftime, bro. Like, what a story it would be, you know? We tell our grandkids about this one day. Let's just go out, have a crack. And I thought we just, we're so resilient, bro. I love being a part of it. It's just such a good feeling. <laughs> Tori Lewis is a name to remember a year out from the Paris Olympics. Lewis comes up for Connolly, Edwards out wide. Lewis takes the lead. She's got to get a golden double here at 18 years of age over Connolly and then Day and Edwards. At just 18, she's the second youngest to complete the sprint double at the National Track and Field Champs in Brisbane. On the final date, she set a PB in the 200 metre sprint, 23.02, a race she wasn't expecting to run well in. With the World Championships in August, she will now rethink her schedule The 100 was her main goal But with that eye-catching performance Taking on the best of the best in the 200 might be on the cards as well And job cuts hit hard in all industries Especially the most cutthroat role in all of sport Premier League managers. No one survives that. Two Premier League chiefs shown the door overnight. First, it was Leicester City's Brendan Rodgers as the Foxes. The 2016 EPL champions are in severe danger of relegation. Then Chelsea sacking Graham Potter after just six months in charge as they slump into the bottom half of the ladder. Almost $600 million spent in the January transfer window. Apparently can't buy you a winning team. We cannot buy our way to freedom. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.